See, I told you you didn't have to wait that long. A double upload for your listening pleasure. Now we are back with the greatest podcast that ever was or will be. Tales from the Shadow Tower. The next scene, um, Danny is going to see her, dra- her dragons, and Rhaegal is visibly injured and takes yeah. off like flying no, he, sideways. He, he, like can, he's he can barely yet. fly. Because um, you see he has very clear big ass holes mm-hmm, in his wings so mm-hmm. it's he's kind of not really aerodynamic anymore and then we get like kind of the battleman scene like you were talking about before mm-hmm. and Sansa asked Tyrion why her um why the fuck not her Sansa yeah, you saw what why? she did you literally just saw what she did you see what she's doing right now and I've said this what the fuck? N- multiple times throughout this episode I don't get the shade I don't she's just hating just to hate she's a hateful she's ugh, I don't and the thing is, if you go back all the way to last season when they started this, was it last season they started this this Danny hate slander? Oh, or this yeah. season, mm-hmm. yeah, last season, yeah. It's, it's yeah, when she got to, yeah when she got to Westeros, that's when it's just where is this coming down, from, downhill. man? Because um, I feel like as soon as she got on the ships, her character did a complete turnaround, which complete retro. I think it's because the fact that she grew up her whole life thinking that you know she was the rightful queen, and then up until a certain point, anyway. She believed, she believed that, oh, when she gets back to Westeros, that the people will, will they cry out for their queen. Like, when she comes back, they'll raise their arms in, in no, battle for, for their queen. But she knew that wasn't going like, to yeah, she Like, she knew that, like, wasn't a thing then. The thing is, what blows like, my mind, She talked. we talked about her in, in seasons, you know, four or five and six, her being, you know, the, a liberator, breaker mm-hmm. of chain, chains. She even touches on she, her, her, her um, destinies of free tyrants. But how, if she has the wherewithal and the self-knowledge... To know, all right, to free the world of tyrants, how does she not see herself becoming one? Or not even that, but how does how does her going from freeing people, going to her setting just numerous people on fire, and the change of how she spoke of breaking the wheel, now she's kind of just trying to set it back up. I just don't get, where did that Danny go? I, I, I do think that it's because the fact that she is now in Westeros, and she going from one mindset to another... Mm-hmm. From one country to another, and the people in Essos saw her. They saw her as a liberator because she, of course, was coming from city to city and freeing slaves on on now the Bay of Dragons. And then she comes over to Westeros, and of course, they don't have slavery there, and so they just see her as a foreign invader coming through. So from their point of view, and from the people who lived in Westeros that are now working with the Daenerys, they're seeing her mm-hmm. as they as the Westerosi would see her as just some foreign, foreign invader. invader. Right, which, and I see. I can, I can which, understand that. I can understand why that's where that's coming from, but that's also at the same time, like people like Varys, specifically Varys, who's been there since season five, and he knows all about. He knows which which she's, she's about. about, and and now he's now turn, biggest turn he, club yeah. there is. Like what? He's just all right, doing a hill turn. And um, now like, oh, maybe she's not the one just because she she is acting on her tar she's acting on in her targaryen nature and like that's the reason why you liked her in the, in the beginning she was a targaryen mm-hmm. like she had she right. had she had the right name but also had the right temperament but going with that she like she's like, still a targaryen and even like, Masan, you have to you're, of, you're there to temper her that's the that's the point of view in Tyrion. and, and i Masan think john would be that yeah. person that yeah. could temper i i can see exactly. them wanting to rule to I, I can see them ruling together to you know work out fine and masana yeah. even kind of an uh, old quote from masana a couple of seasons ago he says i've seen you take the advice of your, the advice of your wise advisors and i've also seen you completely ignore it and do your own thing because you you saw a better choice like if she was had that kind of 
peace of mind and that kind of i don't know if she's able to see that why isn't why hasn't that transferred over here which i which is why i do think that in the end that what you just said will turn her to not becoming the mad queen will turn her to right. remaining on on the on the side of good and not going crazy and just burning everybody so alive. you think there's going to be She's going to have a, a, a decision to make that's going to either make her great yeah. or make her mad. And she's yes. going to choose the, the coin, the side yeah. of great. Yeah, she will. She will fall towards the side of good and continue doing what she's been doing. Although she probably will end up dying in the, in the process. Yeah, Danny's going to die. Yeah, probably. Def, but she will, in the end, have made um, the, the right choice. And like I said, even though I said she's going to make a sacrifice for the Night King, that. Was, yeah, well, any anything. Yeah. Any <laughs> any theories we had or anybody had about the Night King of the yeah. North, fucking throw yeah. that out there. Throw window, that, throw, that, let's yeah. read the books for that. <laughs> yeah. I think that's when we're gonna hit throw the nail on the head. But uh, but I do I do feel that she will make some type of sacrifice now, not for the Night King, but for Westeros that will mm-hmm. redeem her and everyone's eyes. Right, because like, John even says you'll you'll people will see you for what you are. And, and she she still hasn't she's not she doesn't turn I still no, believe my granted Khaleesi. I, I right. believe my Khaleesi. she has actually done what she needs to do to have people believe in her because she took mm-hmm. her fucking armies up north and defeated and helped defeat the Night King but but um, Tyrion kind of says you know why provoke her you know what how is that in the best yeah. interest of your family and which yeah, is also like, a great question yeah like, even if she's a queen like if you're not gonna respect her she's gonna have to make you respect her so. Mm. Yo, chill out, Sansa. Yeah, and like, and you know she's got a dragon, mm-hmm. and y'all don't have scorpions up here, so <laughs> I ain't seen not so, one insect on damn walls. If she decide, if if you're gonna keep acting like this, and then she decides to turn her turn her eye towards Winterfell, mm-hmm. <laughs> sorry, you're fucked. I can't. I, there's only so much consoling I, counseling I can do. Yeah. Um, but then we see that Sansa can't keep a secret word of shit because she legit snitches. What within the next thirty minutes? God dang, girl. Yeah, because um, I think well, before you say something, I wanted mm. to point out this is her also little fingering. Yep. Because chaos is a motherfucking ladder. Yep. She's like, hmm, what can I do? Let me just throw this bit of information out there. Yeah, because I, I do feel like that she told him that she told him that to also get the word. Yeah, out. get get you know, to to spite Danny and John because mm-hmm. she doesn't fuck, she doesn't fuck with Danny, but also just the fact like hmm. This might be some shit that can cause some craziness that will help me move up. Let me let, let me just spread this little this this little yeah. bit of information real quick. So yeah, again, Sansa's playing the game. Mm-hmm. She's got her little finger in her, <laughs> and, <laughs> and like and Tyrion says to her, he was he was like, and as your brother once told me before, he's not a Stark, mm-hmm. and that immediately just rings a bell in her in her head. Yeah, and he's like, well, let me tell you something. I do she's know. like, hmm. Um, but we after that. Um, we we see the forces leaving out of Winterfell. Um, one thing I want to also point out is why the fuck didn't John ride Rhaegal? Again, Tormund touches and sa- touches on it and says, "Man, bro, you weigh as about as about as heavy as two fleas fucking." Like I don't think he would have been too much trouble to be on Rhaegal's back. But then again, we did see Rhaegal struggling to fly in general with holes in his wings. But May- still, maybe I, John weighs probably 170 pounds. Yeah, true. And this is a two-ton creature. I doubt that John being on top of Rhaegal would mess, would really fuck with him like that. But again, he he is heavily injured, so I understand. I I was also kind of bummed because as soon as that happened, I was like, oh great, I guess we only get two one episode of John riding a dragon. 
thought we were gonna get. I thought we were gonna get a lot more of the John Dragon Rider. Oh, we, we got we got the, two dope, two dope episode, two dope episodes with him riding a dragon. But yeah, I, I was I was hoping that we would get something like with him and with him and Danny like riding around yeah. the King's Landing, just burning shit down. <laughs> John <laughs> would never do that though, if you think about it. No. Um, and then uh, we the get Iron the Fleet. biggest social media pushback. Like people went nuts on Twitter and Instagram. That John didn't even say bye to Ghost. Yeah, he he's like, just, see you, homie. Just uh, take him with you because he doesn't belong um, down I, there. Which I saw, is true. A I saw people doesn't belong or south of the wall, but I saw Benioff and Wise they were saying something that they didn't have enough in the budget for John to go over and pet him. And someone was like, "Bro, Liana Mormont got picked up by a dead white dragon. Like <laughs> you didn't have no. to be that budget for a, a for him to pet a dire wolf. Unless these last two episodes are like." Well, granted, the the uh, the long night episode was like there's a lot of CGI in that, so I'm, I'm sure they, they also a lot of their CGI budget went to that. But the, unless like these last two episodes are like heavy CGI, then I don't understand how you couldn't have three seconds of John petting it. And ghost. and one thing with Game of Thrones that is you, that doesn't account for any other show that you'll watch is that all right, you'll get episode one, you'll get episode two. The thing is, you can't properly judge the episodes. Until it mm-hmm. all ends. Yeah. If that makes Cause, sense. Because it all connects somehow. And so you, far, like, everything's connected so far. But it's like, all right, well, I give this episode a 7 out of 10. But depending on how everything ends, it might go mm-hmm. up to fucking 10 out of 10. So I know, for, I know for me right now, for me personally, this season is shaping up to be one of the best ones that we've had. And depending on, again, this is my rating. Depending on how these last two episodes end, this season could shoot up to number one. And now I could very easily... Going down as a right down the ladder to to number eight, but that we well, still have time. Well, to, we still to, have to uh, two more episodes yeah. to determine. Um, and then we get Ghost goes obviously up north with Tormund. I can't wait to see that buddy cop do a yeah. fuck shit up up north. Benny Room the Wander, dude. He just gave Tormund the greatest gift of all time. How many fuckers want a dire? I would That's love a dire. Aegon's gift. Um, and this is the third heartbreak of the of the episode is is Ghost not getting petted by John. And <laughs> yeah, because you, you hear you hear him crying. He's just whining in the background. I, but I saw the scene, and I think being off and wise, probably what they are trying to show is that this is John turning away from yeah. his dark side, which I think it also ties in to the scene earlier at the beginning of the episode when he's staring at Danny during during uh that little that little pan over mm-hmm. i feel like that's something that has to do with right him. like he is leaving behind his stark side because as he's leaving winterfell we see Tormund, we see sam and gilly we see um we see ghost and we know of course we see the uh the direwolf sigils on the, on the background and i feel like that's just a way of, of them symbolizing yeah that, like he, where his john's walking is. away from yeah. the starks and he's joining the tar- his mm-hmm. dark Targaryen side so i thought that was kind of cool um it was, that was pretty dope. Mm-hmm. Um, and I oh, feel also, like Gilly is pregnant. Oh yes, as, yes. And now you called that. Yeah, too. As, I, as, as I said, you called. She that. is pregnant. And then of course Sam is like sitting here trying to explain. Like, he's trying to happened. explain how it happened. I'm like, motherfucker, we get it. Like we we grown. You ain't <laughs> we, got shit. It's, it's West. We, they, they did what you know. They, you ain't got shit to do anyway. They did it's what already, grown folk it, do when they're tired. You know exactly. It, like um, you ain't you ain't got internet or Wi-Fi or Instagram or anything. You ain't got shit to do anyway. So. Might as well fuck. And also, when we when he's turning away from his dark side, I feel like at this point, John is starting to notice in himself. All right, maybe I am an ament. Maybe I'm not just some some bastard. Maybe I am. There's something more to me. You know, 
I was I was named Lord Commander of Seventeen. I was brought back to life. I was named King of the North. I fucking rode a dragon. I, mean, I don't want to do none of this shit, but I'm still it, here. It, like, it, it makes sense that maybe, yeah, maybe I am supposed to be a king. Like you're yeah. born to you were born everything you've done. You've been born you, to you, do. You've been born to do everything. Yeah, like that is ex- exactly correct. Mm-hmm. Everything he's everything that he's done, he's literally been born to do. And I feel like he will eventually from having from having Ghost of the Direwolf to having mm-hmm. Rhaegar the Dragon. It, that's yeah. him. Yeah, that that was that was this is his destiny, and he's living out his destiny. And now he needs to finally, at, at this final juncture, reach out and actually reach out and grab his destiny, mm-hmm. which is to be which which is the Seven Kingdoms to be the king um, of the Seven Kingdoms. So then we the next scene we get uh, the first Tyrion and Varys scene, um, and Tyrion asks Var or Varys asks Tyrion, you know, how many people know now? And he says eight, yeah, including and, us, eight. And he says which, to, to be clear, so we know that's of course. Tyrion and Varys, John, Danny, Bran, Sansa, and now I'm forgetting. Wait, who's the other person who knows? That's seven. Arya. Arya. Whew. That. Arya. And so those are eight. So he says eight people know, and he says it's not a secret; it's information, yeah. which is facts. facts. <laughs> it's a secret that it's 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 so it's still a secret if only three people. Know. Yeah. If eight people, if eight people know, a hundred will eventually know. Mm. So Which, again, this is information, you know and this is fucking power, essentially. Bear's about to snitch. Yeah. Oh yeah. Fucking turncloak, bitch ass. Um, and he says, you know, his, what's, his what's the ass. worst thing that can happen if this information gets out? And obviously, uh, Tyrion touches. Well, she'll lose the North and the Vale. Sounds yeah, will make, make sure, sure that'll that happen. And then you know, then Bear's names off John's resume. Like he's he's a warrior. He's tempered. Uh, he's a hero. I'm like, which again, very solid resume. Like, like we we're saying, yeah. John's not just some some guy. You know, yeah, he's, he's not, just not, he's not some guy. He's the guy. Yeah, but also at the same time, so is Danny. Like she, right? she, she's she might that, not. She's, she's not, that chick. She might not be as tempered as John, but she's still kicking. You it. can lay, like the same things that you label John. You can label her too. She's she is now a war hero. Mother she, of Dragons, the Unburnt, yeah. Breaker of Chains. We know her titles. We yeah, you, you you can also add war hero to that because you d- don't forget. She was flaming hundreds, probably mm-hmm. possibly thousands. Ca- a lot of, of bodies. Of White My Walker queen. bodies. Like, she was out here putting in work. So, uh-huh. she's a war hero. And then um, and then Varys says, you know, he worries about her state of mind. And Tyrion rebuttals, Which, you know, we're her advisors. We should worry yeah. about it. That's what we're supposed to do. Which, again, it makes a lot of sense because that scene in the Great Hall, like, Varys very clearly saw, like, there, there might have been like, a break or something. He's like, mm, oh, yeah, he saw maybe, that break. He there, saw there, there's a There's a mental break here that I just saw, and I don't like and that. I just get just a foreboding nature on this episode. And I'm just like, the whole, the, this episode, the reason, again, the reason I didn't like it is just the way it made me feel. I was, like, on pins and needles, like, oh, no. They're gonna betray Danny. They're talking shit about it like this, like this. I'm like, fuck it. Maybe Cersei just win and kill everybody, so I don't have to worry about this. Yeah, shit. Yeah, and that's that's exactly what Tyrion says. Like, maybe, yeah. Maybe, oh yeah. Then he says that immediately after that. Which he said two versions of that. Actually, he said one before the battle of uh, before the Long Night. He said maybe the White Walkers will kill us all, and then we'll march down the alternate down the ending, King's possibly. Danny Evan Wise alternate. Maybe. And then he comes back and says, "Oh, maybe Cersei will kill us. Maybe maybe Cersei will kill us. I don't have to worry about it." So you know what that means? Since he said it twice about them losing, they're gonna win. Fuck off. They're gonna win. That's not gonna happen. They're gonna win, but they're gonna lose pretty much everything on top of that. Yeah. They're gonna win, but everyone else has got to die. Um, so the next scene we get, we get this Euron battle scene, and this for me takes the. This mm-hmm. is. 
I'm throwing flags everywhere on this scene. I'm sorry. This this hurt me. This this, this hurt so bad, but it hurt. I got a lot of questions that need answers. So, I remember the first time when we were watching it, and it, and it just pans up to, to her flying. We were watching it. I remember I looked at you. And I, I, can't remember, I can't remember what I was going to say because now I'm just, I, was, I was so shook. But I looked at you. I was about to say something, and then all I hear is a <laughs> And I was like, oh, my God. Uh, I was what? Like, no. No, and, then and then another one in the wing. I'm like, oh my fucking so god! What? What I, what I want to ask is, so you're telling me you're on Greyjoy. Started off three from three from deep. He goes, good morning, good afternoon, good night. Sit down. And that's a baseball reference. Mm-hmm. If you know you people don't watch baseball, but he goes three for three, and then proceeds to to miss the next nine shots on Drogon. And that's okay. Whatever. It's hard to hit a dragon, I guess, as a rider on the back. But what I want to know. What I need to know. Yeah, where's the scouting party? Where? Yeah. How like has this dude snuck up on y'all three times? How do you like, have no idea where this guy is? You you knew that he snuck up on you one time, and then y'all knew that y'all left Dragonstone and went north, knowing full well that Cersei's still down there and Dragonstone is close to King's Landing. Why wouldn't you think that this there makes, would be some type of this, barrier this, around this, Dragonstone? Right. This whole scene. How do you not know he's there, Bran? Can we get some ravens? Brand. Something. You know you know the fucking wheelchair wheelchair Darren Targaryen made in the first century, but you don't know where Euron Greyjoy is? Bro, like, get on your ravens and help your brothers out. Oh like, my come god. On, come on, dude. Like it does that doesn't I don't I don't get it. Um and because of that, now Danny's down another dragon, loses her kid, and oh my god. And then the look also loses eyes. like part part of her fleet. Oh along my. with I Again, I don't know how many, how many unsullied, how many soldiers she had with her. But again, those are still soldiers like that said, she was going to need in this fight. This is the only scene that made made this episode hard for me. Um, I, I but, just don't understand how you get snuck up on Euron three times. Bran, you really can't fucking help. And then like these one these, thing, these scorpions are off the fucking chain, overpowered. Whoa! You're trying to tell me? You're trying to tell me that? The, the biggest trump card, the dragons. That's the trump card. Nothing more power. It it took Aegon conquered the seven kingdoms with three dragons and a host three times smaller than his than his people, but still took over the seven kingdoms. You're trying to tell me that these things are getting taken out by these scorpions like that. Like that. Well again, this isn't anything that happened in the show. The this, only this is thing all- the only thing to ever kill a dragon pretty much before this show was the Doom of Valyria. Fucking volcanoes. You're telling yeah. me you're on, you're on Greyjoy can can snipe one from his ship like that? I don't get it. Now, again, like again, this is something that's from the books, but Rhaenyra Targaryen and her dragon Meraxes okay. were, were killed over Hellholt by scorpions. So there is precedent to it, but there is no precedent within the show because it's not like we saw that happened or had any type of callback or anything to that happening. Well, because what this scene brought to me then is that Drogon is essentially useless. Yeah, it's, pr- it's pretty much like with because again at the end of the at the end of the episode we see there are scorpions all along the all along the outer walls of, of uh, King's Landing. Why would like, you go anywhere near King's Landing then? Unless yeah. you you would obviously have to attack at night, fly up super high, and, and then like, just dive bomb the fuck stealth, out. Yeah, stealth dive bomb and real quick peel back. Which up. I mean, she could very could easy, she could very easily do that, and it would it might work once or twice. It would definitely work one time, second time, maybe. But by the time she comes back around for a third strafing run, like they would have 
their their scorpions so, locked up yeah, on her. Essentially, after so. seeing this scene and seeing how easy Rhaegal went down from these these uh, arrows, is Cersei has this in the bag. And then we see these air like these bolts do heavy oh my, damage to. Yeah, these why have any other weapon like, but this? They yeah, just that's all you shredded need. Shredded those ships because those ships were like, and they were just firing off like like they hit unlimited ammo. Oh, oh my god! And they they reload like like that. Yeah. I mean, granted, they probably had what. 10, 15 ships there, so... Either way. By the time, you know, let's say each one shoots off... Definitely the most effective yeah. weapon that I've seen yeah. in Westeros, other than maybe, you know, long claw. Yeah, I'm, I'm, pre- I'm pretty sure that by the time you shoot off one, by the time the fourth one, by, by the time the fourth ship lets off one, you're already reloaded and ready to shoot off another one, so... And obviously, after like, this happened, Danny and, he, and her face, she is fucking pissed. pissed. As she should be. And she makes the business business decision is like you know it's about to go charge at this fleet and it's like ah oh, fuck it, let me peel off yeah let me let me, let me get out of here because um, I'm about to die but, but also <laughs> all right they just let go all those arrows fly behind the fleet and, and burn them maybe no maybe I'm just maybe, thinking maybe, that's too easy I don't know um and I then don't, I'm I don't know. I'm, I'm glad I'm glad honestly uh, I wanted to bring up Tyrion I've seen on social media they were saying Tyrion hit the meanest woe. <laughs> today when he jumped off the ship and um but i'm glad they i'm glad they blacked that scene out because i wasn't really trying to see that naval battle i'm not gonna lie when when that part happened and it, and it blacked out like that for a second i was like i know they didn't end the episode like yeah this. i was like there's no I'm way like, they ended the episode like this i'm gonna fucking rage quit <laughs> if, if they did it that way i'd have been pissed but thank god um, they, they just scared us for about five seconds and then then we get the notice that uh cersei had gotten um, has gotten Masande, mm-hmm. and that had legitimately fucking pissed me off because when that happened, I'm thinking, "Oh, well, she's dead." Masande, mm-hmm. you, um, you're dead. One of our, when we were watching it again with the first time, one of our, one of our guys, Brandon, fuck you, B. <laughs> one, one of our guys, he uh, he said when he was watching it, you notice uh, on the subtitles after uh, Grey Worm says, "Get to the skiff," you're on the subtitle. You don't see it, but in the subtitles, you hear a woman say, "No," so maybe that was. Her getting snatched up right before all the shit went to pop. Oh, maybe. Hmm. Now, again, off of two rewatches, I hadn't seen it. Now, granted, I didn't know. I wasn't really paying attention to, to that part because I was still distraught over the fact that Rhaegal just got pieced up. Mm-hmm. Like that one that went through his throat. Like you almost, can hear that. You can hear the gargled yeah. screams of a dragon. I was, I was like, oh my not no. And when that happened, I, no. I, I don't know if y'all heard it, but I, not, I, I wasn't I let out, ready. When that happened, I let out like an audible like bitch noise. I, I, <laughs> I hope no one else heard it because we were in a room with like six other people. But I've, I like when I did it. I think every guy I, in there let out uh, a bitch noise like that. Like I, I, I for sure let out a little bitch noise. And when when he got shot through the neck. Mm. That one, that one hurt because I was not expecting it. Just out of nowhere, my heart sunk all the way down into my stomach on that one. So the next scene we mm. get, we get Danny's uh, small council meeting, which is in shambles. It's it's Varys, a ruined Tyrion because he ain't had a good fucking idea since mm-hmm. ever. A pissed off Grey Worm. Did I say him already? Nope, not and, yet. Um, and and did I say Varys? Yeah, yeah I said Varys. Varys, and then we have and we have Danny. Um, and obviously, Danny at this point is fucking pissed yeah, as she pissed. should be. She's she's ready to set fire on these bitches. Um, oh, oh my god! Uh, and then she says, "Or at at this point, you could tell like this small council meeting is really missing Jorah." Yeah. <laughs> so if it's once, missing anyone, they need Jorah. Once again, it just goes to show how key Jorah was because every time he's gone, shit goes to pot. Um, and then she they kind of go in. Um, 
or Varys kind of talks and says, you know, don't don't become what you've what you've you fought st- your whole yeah. life to Would to defend. You, yeah. And you know, De- Danny talks about you know this is her destiny. She's here to free people from tyranny. Um, and you know, to me at this point, she doesn't seem crazy. Um, I feel like it's actually she was actually being genuine when she was talking about freeing people from tyranny and you mm. know and being that good person. And but then, that's also going like the, the way she, she's being. I do agree. Yeah. She's being genuine, but the words that she's using, it could be better words. It could be better. It could be better worded. But she's also on a very, very, she, very high emotional state right now. Yeah. Again, she just survived the long night. Lost Jorah. She lost Jorah. She's lost two dragons. And now the people behind her, she can tell that there are there there are cracks in the armor, and, and she and she's lost her yeah. closest confidant. Yeah, like, her best friend. She's she's in a very high emotional state right now, and she is doing the best she can to not just burn everything down. Right, and then uh, Tyrion says, you know, well, while we negotiate or ne- negotiate Cersei's uh, surrender, let's at least you know, or let, let's at least, let's at least negotiate her surrender. Because he at least said make it'll the take... effort. If it if it if we can make the effort to avoid carnage, we should do it. Which is that is true. Yeah, it I, should. It, we should I, make, I yeah, agree. Why would you not with that? But the way they did it, yeah, was dumb. Why would, um, why would you do that? But then Danny says, "All right, yeah, they should know who to blame when the sky falls down on top of them." And I was like, "Facts, yeah, which is true. Facts, <laughs> they bring should. that fire and blood, they baby. Should. I don't care anymore. Bring it all down. Uh, fuck King's Landing. I'm all, I'm all, I'm all here yeah, for it. Burn the I'm, shit down. I'm riding with Danny. Yeah, I'm not like embarrassed. I'm, I'm not turning my shit. Um, so the next and, scene, and Tyrion, because Tyrion, he said again. Wait, well, we'll. <laughs> We, then we get the next oh. scene. We get the Varys, the mm-hmm. second Varys and Tyrion scene. Mm-hmm. And this, to me, just... Varys is a fucking snake. Um, he's underneath... I don't, I, I don't fuck with this dude. They are openly point. discussing treason right now. Danny has done nothing but take shitty advice from her fucking council since getting to Westeros. And because of this, she's lost two dragons. Remember, the first plan was going north to fucking steal a... a why was that even a plan, Tyrion? Fantastic plan. And two, can we get a scouting party? Anyways... Um, so, you know, she has a right to be pissed. Like Olena Tyrell said in season seven, you're a dragon. Be, be a, a dragon. dragon. Like, these are all sheep, yeah. dude. Do your yeah. thing. Um, do, do you, honey. And like you were saying, Varys is openly talking treason. Now, I, Varys' reasons, I understand, like, where he's coming from. He said he's for, he's for the, the small folk. He's for the realm, for the small folk. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And, like, Tyrion even questions it. He's like, what the fuck does that even mean, the realm? Like a million, like a million people who don't give a fuck about who's leading them. Like we talked about, but also Varys gives a good point. Of like, yeah, there are a million people who we don't know, but they still are human beings and deserve to live. This Varys has lost all credibility because he tried to back Viserys for the throne. True. What do you mean for <laughs> the realm? That's that's true. His 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 overall goal is good. The way he goes about. Doing and Tyrion, Tyrion calls bad. him out and says, "How many kings have you have you yeah. worked for? I've, I've lost count. Five, six. He's like, I've had my reasons. And okay, yeah, you've had your reasons. But at some point, dude, you got to make a choice. You're gonna pick this guy, and then when a new guy comes around, you're just gonna jump, jump ship, and and or turn tail and run. All right, you want John? You want John Snow as your king now? What happens when he you know makes a mistake or you see someone else? You're gonna plot to overthrow him? Like where, where is it in, bro? Yeah, pretty, pretty much. That's, that's pretty that's much just, what he's gonna do. I, I when I heard this, I don't know. I was, I don't know. And, um, and again, like they're openly discussing the fact that 
Daenerys this is not confirms Varys' yeah. betrayal. Yeah, he's he's not the one. He he like he's not here for it, and he's like actively like a, a plotting an assassination attempt. Like you're not gonna mm-hmm. plot to have to well, put John on the throne and then leave Danny just sitting there. She's not gonna go by. You have to get rid of her, right? And you like and like you said, Tyrion says you know you pick someone and you you stick by them, and and you have to believe and hope that she makes the right decisions because. That's what we do. We're her mm-hmm. loyal advisors. We help her make that right decision. If she doesn't, she doesn't. And at the end of the scene, like you were saying, was Varys, he's hinting at at killing Danny, right? Yeah, that's that's the only thing that I can possibly see. Because why would you, if you're thinking about installing John on the throne, you're not going to leave the person who is his competition alive. And what you were saying uh, a little bit early, earlier in the episode, I think you're right. It's going to come down to the point where Danny's going to have to make a final decision. And I don't know if she's obviously going to lose. I think she is obviously going to lose her life for it, for it. Maybe I'm not, she's obviously going to die. I, I, I do think. think that she's going to die. Um, well. But you're right. It might come down to a decision of whether do I turn down the, do I take the red pill and become mad or take the blue pill and become great. And I don't know. And it's, it's just hard to see because maybe she takes both. It's just, can you do that or that? Will that just kill you instantly? Well, it's just tough just because I we're witnessing the tragedy. I guess like obviously the real and like I've said before, it's like the she, reason this episode hits is hard for me to watch is because I know it's coming for Danny and the way that they're setting it, her up for it, it just it, it hurts me. It's almost like a Shakespearean tragedy. Like we get we get this this right? huge build up for this character that we followed for so long and and we love them. We, we like we built up this love and this and this trust and this connection with this with this character. And now everything around her is just falling apart. We're just watching her descent into madness. potential madness. And the, what I just don't understand is is why we built her up seasons one through six as being this almost essential god figure just for her to descend into madness. And that 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 goes right back into just the way that that's, George R. R. Martin writes. Right, like, and it, it would. And that's like, what I was thinking. It would make mm-hmm. sense too because he's yeah. just gonna fuck with us. Exactly. Just like just like the the red wedding. Just, just like the Ned, human heart in like, conflict with itself. That's what that's what he said. He he like he loves Theon writing and, about. <sighs> And it's, it's all—it's always these these human emotions, these human instincts that we are fighting against, like not just that, not just our own, but we're also fighting against other people's who we, of course, we have no no way to to control. So it's just all a bunch of chaos. You know what chaos is? So it's a fucking ladder. Uh, so obviously, Danny or Varys is going to try to kill Danny. He's definitely going to betray him betray her man i can't fucking speak this episode but Tyrion, um, he he says multiple times he believes in his queen i, I don't like, think Tyrion Tyrion's not gonna betray her because no. he even he's even mm-hmm. said he's backed her twice like so. he he's he's mentioned that to sansa he's mentioned that to Varys. he's mentioned that to john like he's mentioned that a bunch of times like he's even even though he's he's fucked up a lot and daenerys has been on his ass for four fucking up as she should as she should like he still backs her yeah as um, he should because he she pretty much gave him a second lease on life without her then he would have drank his way to death on the way to marine or volantis or pentos or wherever wherever he wanted to go he just would have died somewhere on the street um the next scene we do have is the fourth heartbreak scene of the episode and it's uh jamie and brianne after they get done doing what grown folk Mm -hmm. do um yeah we find um they find out that they get they get a raven and um sansa is talking with 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 Brienne about what's going on, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And, and they uh, find out uh, Masani's taken, mm-hmm. and Sansa says, "It's a shame. I thought I, would, I was. I always wanted to be there uh, when they executed your sister." And he, he's like, "Oh fuck, I gotta go." Yeah, that 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 was that right there was was his breaking point right there. Because I do I do believe that he 
left Cersei and left her for good, thinking that I can't do with this bitch. I gotta go. I gotta go do my part and and help out and with with the living. And now that he's won, he for a second anyway forgot all about Cersei. I'm like, we won. We won this battle. Like I've I've left Cersei. Fuck this bitch. We won this battle. I found me a new girl. Like like the, but by the no one that, means do I think. He's going to be. He's going yeah. back by Cersei's side. No, though. no, 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 no. I don't either. He's I, not going back. To he's be not either. going back. He's to going be back Cersei. to be there when she dies. I think he's he's going back to either kill her himself or be he, there when she dies. He's even touched on it before. He says, you know, we've come. We came into this world together. We're gonna leave together. So I think he's just mm-hmm. he's accepted that he's gonna go die. Yeah, so when he said that she's hateful and so am I, I took that as him hating the fact that he did all of these things for Cersei. All in the name of, of loving her, and she never once reciprocated, reciprocated any type of love back towards yeah. him. And again, he's hateful of the fact that he gave himself to her, and, and now he wants that time. Not, and now he, he wants, wants to that time it. back. Yeah, he want, he wants um, to end it. But yeah, I I think the scene was really just fan service, though. Just um, which just sucks for Brienne because you could tell like she yeah. she is she is given into her, the love that she has always felt towards Jamie, whether it's romantic or just some type of admiration or, or whatever she's, she has finally given into that love that she's felt. Mm-hmm. And for us, for a little while there, Jamie reciprocated and, and they had, they had that, that built up sexual tension that they had been building for seasons had finally come together. And then just like that, it's broken away. So mm-hmm. we do get into the final scene um, and we see King's Landing, and they are mounted up with scorpions. So mounted. again, they, Drogon they has no shot. He can't get he can't get anywhere near the the castle just because of how many fucking scorpions. Which honestly, are. like from the scene that we see, I honestly feel that he's still too close. Yeah, I, I still feel okay. like he's still within range. Why are they even having this meeting? Real, like right. Because if I were then the whole time, I'm thinking, all right, Cersei's going to obviously murder. She could have everybody she, she needed to end the war. Was Minus right John was right there because in the first episode she pays Bronn to go kill Tyrion and Jaime because that, that those are their enemies now. She clearly sees Tyrion standing right in front of her, knowing full well that Bronn didn't do his job. Which is why, like I was saying that episode, I don't get the whole first the whole first scene because all right, she sees Tyrion at the wall. All right, bet Bronn didn't Bronn didn't kill Tyrion, and then she's gonna see Jaime next week, and it's like, okay, what the fuck did I pay this guy? Now again, I I do believe that that goes just into Cersei's character because like we see her, she has a chance once again. Tyrion standing right there with air, like with archers pointed at his face, mm-hmm. she has a chance to kill him right and there. Doesn't and she doesn't kill him, oh. and and she does the same thing with Jamie. She has him right there, ready to die. Doesn't do it. I feel like she is able to, she's able to give the order to get people killed, but especially if it's especially her family, even though she doesn't like Tyrion at all it's still her family and she can't actually physically give the command to kill her family right in front of her that's why she sent Bronn to off to go do it so she didn't have to think about it so uh Tyrion and Kyburn come out and meet and um they ask for each other's unconditional surrender and, and Kyburn just he just he just laying it out there like right Look, dude, dude like, Kyburn is laying out straight facts straight, he's like your like, dragon like, is vulnerable your enemy your army yeah, is tired he's like your last dragon is vulnerable because we killed one of them you only got one left that's vulnerable your armies are depleted like and we're and we're reinforced with the golden company we got the golden company I think you're strapped up with the scorpions I don't think you're under I don't think you're yeah. understanding the situation you're in and it's like when he said when he lays it out like that it's it's, it's 
like, wow, all right, this is <laughs> Cersei's got the three one lead. Like They're kind of fucked. Yeah, because Drogon ain't gonna do shit against these scorpions. You gotta hope. You gotta. The best idea they have is just to lay siege to the the capital, which is what, bring the iron, bring Yara's fleet on you know through mm-hmm. the narrow sea, naval battle, naval battle, and just try to burn the fleet and any supplies that that, that goes to King's Landing. You gotta halt. My, you, but by that point, Cersei's just gonna blow the place to shit anyway. Yeah, because so. one way or another, that place Cersei, getting burned down. Yeah, Cersei's not. Whether Daenerys kills her. Because she, because the red key got burned down, or whether she blows it up because she's about to lose, and that's one like, valid Cersei's thing not going that they need like to that. ask each other. Does again, Tyrion doesn't know shit, but he has to know. Even if Danny takes this the city peacefully, that place is still coming down because she has she has wildfire everywhere, everywhere. Right? Like she she is. Every, everyone keeps thinking, oh, maybe Danny's the Mad Queen. We're looking at the Mad Queen right now. Like we like she was before before uh Blackwater, she was already willing to use to, to uh to use the wildfire mm-hmm. and then Tyrion stole that from her. She uses it again in season six to blow up the sept. Um I guarantee fucking tell you she's been building up more wildfire and cashing that shit all around uh King's Landing just in case she needed to burn that shit down. Yeah. And uh Tyrion again is trying to like to negotiate and talk to Cersei and he brings up her baby. And I'm thinking, oh, shit, you just snitched. <laughs> yeah. Your eyes probably yeah. calculating. Yeah, he's like, baby. wait. What? How you, does he know? You just told me yesterday. How the fuck does he know? <laughs> How does he know? Right? So he's probably <laughs> thinking. So do you think, because I'm pretty sure everyone had this th- the same thought. Do you think that comes into play later? You know what it might though. It really, it, might. It really might. Cause what if? Cause what if Euron's army is like? What? If, what if he he notices that they're starting to lose or one? He's losing a bunch of ships, and he's just like, you know what? Fuck this. I'm out. Like Iron Fleet. Yeah. Let's roll. Iron Fleet roll out. <laughs> <laughs> Iron Islanders roll out. Um, and then we get um, the heartbreak. Cersei asked Masande if you have any final words. I'd speak them now and. My girl, uh, Natalie Emmanuel, goes out like a G and says, Dracar. Like the, like the queen that she is. Like like the true black queen that she mm. is. Again, like she's coming out with, like like she did last episode. Like coming out with these like perfect like black woman clapbacks. It's, it's this woman. It's just perfect. This woman, she is. Um, and Dracar. Like she she burn goes. shit down. Yeah. Essentially burn the fucking masters and she gets her head cut off by the mountain and when that happened i legit have never been more fucking pissed at cersei i thought for for a second that the mountain might just cut her in half i I didn't i didn't think he was gonna be so clean with it and just cut her head off i legit thought he might just cut her at the waist and call it a day that would have been gruesome so oh man danny's face when she does this as soon as I saw that, I'm thinking hers angry. I'm face. thinking burn that shit down. I don't give a fuck. <laughs> I, Let I can only fire and blood, Danny. I'm I'm with you. Like I said, I'm with you. I can only imagine burn that Grey place Worm down. Too. Um, like you saw his face. This dude was as you should be, completely mm-hmm. like that was the love of his life that he just lost and one, in front of him. And one thing I wanted to bring up, like we touched on, um, Alex, was earlier when we were saying it's hard to end a TV series on a existential threat like the White Walkers. Um, like the Night King, again, he hasn't said, he didn't say a single word the whole mm-hmm. series. And 
I don't think I could ever react the way I reacted if the Night King were to kill Masande or to kill Danny or to kill John. If it were, it's different when Cersei yeah, does. It would have been a much different. When Cersei reaction. did it to my core, to my bones, I'm like, all right, burn fuck it down. this bitch, burn it down. So but if the Night King would have done, we just would have felt just. Well, we kind of expected it. Just, oh, yeah. yeah, we'd expect it, but it's, it's death coming. It's yeah. death coming for you. It's mm-hmm. what you expect. But Cersei is like she finds a way to surprise you with how ruthless and how evil she and is. She, and she's just... done this since the beginning. Every time you think Cersei's down, she comes back with, with more heat and is ready to fuck. Hear you me up. roar. She's coming back. Hear baby. this bitch roar. Um, she's out here making shit happen. And one thing I wanted to bring up also is, so obviously, um, for Danny bringing down or burning down this rain fire on these motherfuckers. Um, it goes back to Danny's vision though in season two, mm-hmm. and it's when she's in the House of the Undying and she sees the Iron Throne. We all remember seeing this: the walls, the the roof was caved in, all this shit, and it looked like it was snow or ash on the yep. ground. It was hard to tell. It's hard, what it very was. hard to tell whether snow or ash. It, I keep going back and forth between the two. Like maybe it's snow, maybe it's ash. I do believe now that at this point it is ash. Just after seeing this, because you, yeah. because you think, all right, she's gonna burn it down. Because you remember in the vision, she's like about to go touch the throne, and she hears a dragon's like she's well, she's walking around the throne room, and she has this like this horrible look on her face, like oh my god, like what happened here? Yeah. Just in awe of like in shock of what happened, and then she go, tries to go sit on the throne, and she gets called away. Um, and one thing is which parallels it's hmm, maybe what she's seeing is the carnage that she inflicted on herself which is why she's making the face which kind of shows you know she'll never sit on the throne which is why she got so close to mm-hmm. it and yep. you know, I w- wasn't able to actually get to it yeah i was i was i'm glad you brought that up. i was just about to say maybe that's some type of foreshadowing to her future as the fact that she never will be able to sit on the throne she was she was there she was so close to be able to just reach out and touch it but, but she was called away north and, in one and instead thing, of taking her throne when she got to Westeros, she was called away north to deal with the Night King. Oh yeah, so yeah, exactly. Because after the after she, like Alex was saying, after she went to touch the throne, her next vision was her going through uh, the wall, and she sees a hut, and it's Drogon, just no, it's Drogo, and her son Rhaegar. Mm-hmm. So maybe it's maybe it's kind of the parallel of all right. In the vision, she's going to go sit on her throne. She's about to go sit on her throne. But before she could, she's called up north to deal with everything that happens beyond the wall. It's almost like mm-hmm. Jon Snow, maybe. The snow that we see on the throne, it's like the snow is icing her throne. And yeah, maybe. he's the reason that she'll never be able to sit on it. I don't know. Maybe. Thought, maybe or, thought. Or, we're, just, we're just here to give you guys some cool shit to think about while you get to wait for the inevitable demise of uh, Daenerys Targaryen. Or, or maybe even she was called away north to go see her, the love of her life and her son. And at the time, when she saw that, of course, it was only Drogo and Rhaegar. But now, it's Jon and her potential pregnancy mm-hmm, that she has mm-hmm. now. I mean, again, we're just throwing darts at the wall to see what the fuck yeah, happens. See, see what sticks. Basically, um, every um, prediction that we had going into this season is now just shot. So That's because it all mo- allowed them were predicated on the Night was, King. Yeah, on the Night King. And now the Night King <laughs> is We did a lot done. of fan theory. Um, so, which... To me personally, that goes towards good writing. That is mm-hmm. subverting expectations. We expected to see a huge climactic battle with the, the Night King, in the in the snow with the Night King that had to do with all these prophecies and everything. And then at the end of it, it just, it's the common yeah. enemy we always that was always there. 
And then at the end of all of this, it turns out that it was a dream. They woke was, up. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, pretty much. It was like, a fifth grade yeah. essay. It was a fifth yeah. grade essay. It was all, it was all for naught. And actually, the, um, the real throne, it the, the real throne, the real enemy is people itself mm-hmm. or Cersei. And I saw something. It was like a parallel to uh, like the Iron Throne is like the ring. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, and Lord of the Rings, yeah. it's, it's the seat of absolute yeah. power. Everybody yeah. wants this, and whenever that happens, like nothing good can can happen from it. But, like you know, it's is a read the way everything's unfolding. Honestly, I don't. I can see why people are upset, but the writing's on the wall. I mean, it, it all really makes sense how the progression of the story's gone. Because mm-hmm. um, think about it, if the night you wouldn't get the kind of emotional response you get when Cersei killed. Masani, as you would from the Night King, um, you know Cersei's always been undesirable. Number one, public enemy. Number one, mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. when she killed Masande, I legit wanted to kill a, a fictitious character. Yeah. Like I, 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 I was all right. I'm done with her. I'm done. I don't care. Bring it down. Um, now, this is another, something else that I, I wanted to bring up really quickly. Daenerys's story is very it parallels well with Aerys Targaryen, her her dad, the Mad King. She's he started off as a, a very promising a, a very promising up and coming king very benevolent ruler everyone loved him like everything that he could have done was right but then over time he started seeing cracks in his armor he started seeing enemies bet- everywhere enemies everywhere betrayals everywhere and he fell into he felt that alone. madness he, yeah, he felt alone and he fell into that targaryen madness it's very similar to what daenerys is going through right now she started off well not really started off as she didn't start off great but she got to that point where people started looking at her like she like she was the real deal mm-hmm. like she was the 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 next the next big thing that she was the queen and has been built up to that point and now she's dealing with all of these different circumstances that are leading her to mm-hmm. potentially fall towards that mad targaryen side of her and which is always i i, I want to point out the targaryen madness is very cool is very interesting if you look at it because they're as you know their whole family has had it a crazy history mm-hmm. of, of people being crazy like arian bright flame who tried to drink wildfire because he thought it yeah. made him a dragon like magor the cruel like they magor called, it's he, he was called the cruel for a reason it's like you get you get some people who are born benevolent and born great like Aegon, like Aegon, like um da- uh, damon uh, the damon the dragon knight yeah, or um, darren the dragon yeah, knight the, dragon, um, the, the one that king jaharis the one the um, one who walked all the way to dorn king, king jaharis yeah king jaharis yeah like guys like him um uh, King Baylor, like they, like they named an entire religious building after him. Like you, ha- you have people like that who are born, who have good intentions and and stick and stick to those good mm-hmm. intentions. And then of course you have the ones who are like who are like Magor the Cruel, like Arya right. Bright Flame, like the Mad King, not the Mad King, like like the ones who are born crazy right off the bat. Then you have people who like the Mad King who are born Danny. great and they lived up to the greatness to a certain extent, and then fell into madness. Um. It's and, all. It it really is like, a flip of the coin. Yeah. And, you never know. And I know uh, one thing. I just want to touch back on again for the people who have been hating on this season so far. I can see where the hate is coming from, just because it's not going in the direction in which you wanted to go. You were expecting everything mm-hmm. to end with, you know, the Night King and. And that's to be the final battle. But think about it. We've never heard this guy say a word. And never. I mean, I, I mean, honestly, people. Who would you rather see die, Cersei or the Night King? Who would you, who would you have more relief seeing dying, Cersei yes. or the Night King? Yes, Cersei. <laughs> yeah. 
Yeah, um, Cersei, for sure. Because, again, she is the named character. She's the one who's been... Act- I mean, granted, the Night King has also been actively moving against the living since the first... For, since the prologue of the first episode. But also, Cersei has been the one behind the scenes who we've known about since the beginning, who we've grown and learned to hate and admire at the same time just because of how terrible of a person she is but also just how great of of a written character she just that she is and that, that's again like with it's subverting expectations that's a reason why i think that this these first four episodes have been so good because we went into the season expecting to have something huge with the night king something huge that, that had to deal with the night king and the crypts of Winterfell and all this prophecy and all this lore. And then turns out that it was, it was the enemy that was always been. Yeah. It was, it was um, really nothing to, it was really nothing to, to write home about. It's, it's, it's always been the human threat. That's always been the main driving force of this series. But we, we got two episodes left, so I'm excited to see how they're going to end it. I've heard this next episode is about to be bananas. So B-A-N-A-N-A-S. I really can't S- wait for that. Spelled that wrong. Um, like I said, uh, you're fucking with the brothers. I am Mike Hill made it. I'm Darth Hillius. Can we actually do that one more time? What's your name again? I am Mike Hill made it. Where can, we, where can you be found out? Uh, check me out on Instagram there. Also, if you guys have Twitter, I got some decent tweets sometimes. Follow me at Hill underscore. Yeah. And that's Y E A A. Find me, Darth underscore Hilius, on Instagram and Twitter. And also follow us on Instagram and Twitter at band underscore gossip. Yeah, we got some cool shit that we post. I think you guys might like it. Um, But like I said, you're listening to the greatest podcast that ever was or will be about Game of Thrones, Tales from the Shadow Tower. Michael made it. Can you say that one more time? The greatest podcast that ever was or will be about Game of Thrones. Uh, We're just a couple guys being dudes. Uh, So... Thank you for joining us. It's getting cold up here, so we're going to take it in for the